Hey out there in podcast land, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Happy Friday. I hope your week has gone well, that it wasn't too stressful, but know that you've made it through. We're continuing on with Psalm 119, and today we're going to be looking at verses 153 through 160. Of course, reading from the Common English Bible. Look at my suffering and deliver me because I haven't forgotten your instruction. Argue my case and redeem me. Make me live again by your word. Salvation is far from the wicked because they haven't pursued your statutes. You have so much compassion, Lord. Make me live again according to your rules. My oppressors and enemies are many, but I haven't turned away from your laws. I look on the faithless and I am disgusted because they haven't kept your word. Look at how much I love your precepts. Make me live again, Lord, according to your faithful love. The first thing to know about your word is that it is true and that all of your righteous rules last forever. Why, God, why? Can you hear that in today's section of Psalm 118? I can. Our psalmist continues his lament and it's more desperate now. He cries out for answers and continues to remind God that he has been faithful. In verse 154, he recognizes that there, that there is one who is arguing his case for him, right? Argue my case and redeem me. Make me live again by your word. The person who he's asking to argue his case is God himself. And perhaps this is a foreshadowing of Jesus who sits at the right hand of the throne right now and intercedes for us. But he asked God to argue his case for him. And when you think about it, who better to argue that case than the one whose law you're keeping in the first place? Essentially, this reminds me that he's saying, I have been faithful, Lord. I've been faithful. The psalmist has kept the commands to the best of his ability, yet he's experiencing tribulation and heartache. When you read verse 155, salvation is far from the wicked, right? Because they haven't pursued your statutes. What's implied is that salvation is close to those who keep God's statutes. So why is our psalmist experiencing loss and heartache? We know now that it's due to the nation of Israel's disobedience. But isn't this a bit drastic you know, captivity, and they were in captivity, what, 70 years? Some could argue that it is. However, it's a mute point because the reality is that God is allowing it, that God did allow it, that God does allow some things. This entire section is begging God for answers as well as deliverance. Why? Because our psalmist has done everything that the law has stated. Over and over, we have read how he has kept the instruction, how much he he loves God's word, but he's still experiencing these hard times. And I know I don't have to show you how this section correlates with caregiving. (laughs) My mother was a faithful follower of Christ, as was I, or as I continue to be. It doesn't mean that we were perfect. No, we weren't, but we both loved God. But... She had Alzheimer's. 
and there was no explanation for why God allowed it. And as I've told you over and over again, I had to come to a place of acceptance and trust in what God had allowed in my dear mother and for the journey that we both embarked upon in our caregiving season. This section, I think, reminds us that despite doing what God has asked, you know, despite walking in his will, it doesn't exempt us from life and the struggles and trials that come along with living. This is where our faith comes in and surrounding ourselves with people of faith who can pour into you through this season becomes so important because it's hard on all sorts of levels. And when you don't understand why, that even makes it even harder to go through. And so being firm in your faith and continuing to build your relationship with Christ through his word, through prayer, through, um, I don't know, just spending time with him, it helps you in this season. Yesterday, we learned that it was okay to cry out to God in that section. Today, we are reminded that we are not exempt. And of course, you know that because caregiving isn't easy. But it can be fulfilling and joyous when you put your trust in God completely. Let's pray. We come before you, most heavenly God. Some of us crying out for answers to why they're going through this season of caregiving. Some questioning why them, why their loved one. Wondering if they've done anything wrong, if this is the repercussions of punishment. Some may be questioning how you can be a good God and allow their loved one to go through this as I did during my season of caregiving. What sets you apart, God, is that you allow all of these questions to come up. You you allow us to question you. You allow us to doubt at times as long as we bring it to you and ask you to help us. And so that is what we're doing today. We bring all of our fears, all of our doubts, all of our anxious thoughts, all of our anger, frustration. We bring it to you and we ask you to help us. We cry out for you to help us because we want to continue to live a life that glorifies you. Yet in our flesh, we wrestle with the things that we experience in our own lives, the things that our loved ones experience as we continue to pray over them, what our world and community experiences as we continue to pray. And we sometimes think that praying may not be the solution. But your word tells us that it is. And that trouble only lasts for a season. But we are to remain faithful in you because your word is always true and never fades. So help us, Father, as we come before you this day with doubt and anger and questions. Help us to leave with reassurance that you are still on the throne 
and that even though you've allowed this heartache in our lives, that you love us because we know that nothing can separate us from your love. Give us peace. Give us wisdom to maneuver this season of caregiving so that our loved ones feel loved and safe and are provided for and so that we too will maintain good health and good connections and show another example of how when we put our trust and faith in you, that we're not statistics as they normally, the statistics of caregivers who end up getting sick and burnt out, that no, we are daughters and sons of the Most High God and because because we've put our trust in you, we always come out unscathed. We love you, Lord, and thank you for loving us. Continue to strengthen us in this season of caregiving. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, my beautiful podcast family, go and enjoy the rest of your Friday, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye. Go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.